if so you, you fall, mm -hmm. if you fall, yeah. the free world falls. Yeah, it's a, I mean, America sincerely is a city on a hill to you know this idea of liberty, this idea of uh, God's grace and, and the gospel going out from here, even though America is accountable for a lot of evil, yes. and God is going to do that. But um, it's, I, I think of it very much like the Abraham interceding with the Lord about Lot being in yeah. Sodom, and he's like, well, it gets him from 50 down to 10. Well, if there's 10 righteous people, um, I won't destroy it. And I think about, uh, there is a lot of evil in America, but uh, the salt and light of many, and you've traveled the country, yeah. believers from coast to coast. Yeah. And you I've are, never seen more lions yeah. in my entire life. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm telling you, it's just like with sitting with you, yeah. I feel, I feel your spirit. Mm -hmm. And when I travel, I meet the most amazing people I've ever met. Wow. Lovers of Jesus, yeah. patriots. Mm -hmm. People that are so brave that when I just hang around with them, I just have a coffee. I'm braver just because I spend that time yeah. with them. I've never seen more lions than in this country of yours. I'm telling you, Americans are ready. They mm -hmm. just need a leader. That's they right. need a leader that can lead them. They need yeah. Davids, you yeah. know, the That's mighty right. men of valor yes. are rising up and they are joining the forces in a cave of Adullam, in the yeah. fortress of Adullam. That's right. And that's what I see, the conferences, the meetings, yeah. you know, the, yeah. uh, the security that we have. And it's, it looks like God is aligning yeah. the right people in one pile. I think we're about to see something that we've never seen before. I truly believe we're going to see the biggest, greatest revival ever on this earth. Amen. That's, that's such a good word. You were with us a month ago, and that night you were supposed to fly on a red eye to go back home to Canada, and your wife calls you and says, Honey, what'd she say? You know... When I travel, I used to travel a lot. My limit limit is three weeks. Mm -hmm. I'll not go mm -hmm. more than for three weeks. Well, for a number of reasons. I miss my family. I sure. miss my wife, yeah. kids. But also I run a number of churches, number mm -hmm. of charity organizations. We feed thousands of people. So what I learned is through time that when the cat is not around, yeah. you got lots of rats and you got lots of mouse. Mm -hmm. So I like to come back, you know, usually... I'll go for two weeks, mm -hmm. maximum if it's Africa or other place that, you know, it's just the travel is, yeah. is, you know, two days. Mm -hmm. So you lose almost a week. Mm -hmm. I'll go for three weeks. So I called my wife. I was supposed to be in court. And, you know, the one thing to be grateful for the pandemic is that the courts have been shut down. And it's all Zoom. Mm -hmm. So I'm a criminal facing four years prison. And I don't even have to go to court. I can just Zoom chat from Hawaii if I want to. You know, sitting, sipping pina colada. Judge, okay. You know what I mean? Like, it's hilarious, really. That's how big of a sham this yeah. whole thing is. Yeah. It's just a big, fat joke. Yeah. So anyway, uh, but actually it served to our benefit because I was to appear before the judge and normally I will have to go and be there physically or there will be a warrant issued mm -hmm. for my arrest. Yeah. But because it's a Zoom chat, so I don't have to come back. My wife says, I truly believe that your mission is not over yet. I, but I said, I want to come back. Like, I got enough. Mm -hmm. um, I got enough. I reached my limits. I want to go back home. And she says, I really believe that your mission is not done. I really believe that God wants you to stay. I said, well, if that's the case, you got to come and visit me. Mm -hmm. 
because you bring kids mm -hmm. and let's pay spend a few weeks here in mm -hmm. the states let's let's call it a holiday mm -hmm. we, we didn't have holiday for a long time mm -hmm. and just stay here but who will pay for all of that mm -hmm. i mean that's a lots of money mm -hmm. so i am with a friend of mine uh, rodney howard brown in tampa florida mm -hmm. and Lots of people are criticizing him for all mm -hmm. kinds of different mm -hmm. 10,000 reasons. Mm -hmm. However, he's one of the most amazing and generous people I've ever met. He learns about this dilemma of mine, mm -hmm. being short, and he says, you know what, forget about it. Mm -hmm. Just bring your wife, we pay for hotel, we pay for your travels and food, whatever mm -hmm. your family needs. Bring your wife, you're doing what Americans need, you're fighting for us, you're plowing our ground. The least we can do mm -hmm. is take care of you when your wife comes here so you can stay here and keep doing what God called you to do. And that's exactly what happened. And again, you're not allowed to travel. Mm -hmm. My wife goes, we buy her a ticket with my kids. My son is still here, Nathaniel. Mm -hmm. She buys the tickets, goes to the plane, you know, airport, and she says, I've met the friendliest people <laughs> in my entire life. Favor from everyone. They were helping us to get on the plane. Can you imagine? <laughs> Normally, they give you obstacles. They were helping yeah. us and, and this and this. And, you know, you got to make sure it's that gate. It's like yeah. God brought those people there mm -hmm. to lead my wife all the way without any hindrance. Mm -hmm. and, the, and the guard, she says he was smiling all this time. I don't know if it was the same one. <laughs> but she says this was the friendliest guy I've ever met. <laughs> Off they came to Florida. We spent a few weeks together. Mm -hmm. My wife was ministering as well in different churches and, and uh, people were blessed. I was blessed. Uh, we actually even had a week in Disney World. Mm -hmm. And this is why, why I, I am mentioning this, because when my daughter was still in a stroller, that was the last time I could afford to come to Florida. You know, street preacher, mm -hmm. I'm not uh, raising funds in our church. They're, they're the poorest people in, mm -hmm. on the streets. When we started the new one, now we have the collection, but before it was no. Yeah. So I ended up in a very, very big trouble financially. And I said to my daughter, all those years, I said, honey, one day daddy is going to take you to Disney World. I promise you. I don't know how, but it's going to happen. Mm -hmm. And you know, years were passing and that promise was stuck with me. And I, mm -hmm. I was heartbroken. Mm -hmm. I wanted to, I wanted her to be dressed like a princess and, uh, yeah. and do all the, you know, the sure. Mickey Mouse. And yeah. Like all of those different things. Mm -hmm. And I could not afford it until this pastor steps in and says, okay, you know what? I've heard that you gave a promise to your daughter one mm -hmm. day. I said, how do you know that? And it turned out somebody else shared that with him. I didn't share that with him. Mm -hmm. He says, you know what? And he turns to secretary and says, buy all of them, all the tickets for Disney World for every day, every park, the whole family. <laughs> Just like that. Yeah. You know, I had tears in my eyes. It's like, like God, you know, even now I, I, you know, I'm going to start crying because I am about his business. I give up. I risk my life. They hired Antifa to murder me. Mm -hmm. They almost burn us alive. They try to murder us while driving. So I'm doing, I'm pushing as hard as I can the message of God. You want your yeah. country back? Mm -hmm. You got to bring God back to your country. That, he's the mm -hmm. only solution for you. Yeah. He needs to come back because you've kicked him out. Mm -hmm. But he, when he comes, he's going to forgive the sins of this land. So I'm, I'm sharing my message. And he even took care of my vacation with my kids, yeah. fulfilling the promise I could never fulfill Amen. for all those years. So my kids had a blast. And me with them going through the rides, I, yeah. I can't, I, 
you know, I'll confess, I can't do the roller coaster thing. So. <laughs> uh, but I've done a lots of rides, yeah. and I had an amazing time. Uh, they even paid for our meals there. It yeah. was it was so beautiful, you know. And my wife went back uh, to Canada, no problems. And my my son uh, was arrested um, when he came because he came to study, you know, before my wife went back, and they arrested him in Montreal for but Nathaniel. For what? Um, I met Nathaniel, but yeah, they took him because at that time now this is taken care of. But at that time, there was a detention camp, COVID detention camps, oh, three right, days yeah. mandatory. Right. Yeah. Um, they, would, they took his passport right. and they said he doesn't have a You got to pass choice. the test. Right. Um, and he did. He had negative tests and yeah. still, still prison, still. That's how they subdue you. That's how uh, the tyranny kicks in. Even though he had net negative tests. I don't understand. If I, I, negative, I, you're done, right? So that's what he said. He said yeah, because so he's studying laws. Yeah. And he says, Dad, nothing makes sense. Everything is unlawful. What they're doing is unlawful. He studies the law yeah. with the professors, and they talk about different things. He says, everything the government is doing is unlawful. Yeah. So he said, he said to them, well, please explain it to me. I just had a test before I, uh, you know, I went to the plane. It's negative. All the people that are allowed to be in the plane, all are negatives. So where do you think we got the bag mm -hmm. if we got any? I mean, how come yeah. in two hours being in a plane together yeah. with the people that were test negative? Right. Yeah. Like, doesn't make any sense because it does, the, the, the way it's designed, it doesn't have to make any sense. Right. It's conditioning, it's enslaving, it's yes. subduing, yeah. it's forcing you to comply. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense, it doesn't matter. It's neo-Marxism. It is yeah. a hybrid, uh, and that's what people are not, it's a hybrid of socialism and all coming together in a head that is, is yeah. uh, through, you know, through the guise of public health safety. Yeah, yeah. And you know, they threw us into prison. So they threw us three days no sleep, two nights no sleep. Stripped naked, extremely uh, cold, yeah. right? So we're shivering. Yeah. And I yeah. mean, that's how cold it was. We were shivering, yeah. right? All of that is done to us for our safety, mm -hmm. for our good. Not sleeping, banging on the door for our safety, for our health. And then they threw us, together with my brother, to the filthiest cell you can imagine. It looked like someone went and peed all over the place. There is mold on the ceiling, mold on the, on the, on the walls. Filth. I sat and I got stuck to the seat. Mm -hmm. No one cleaned that thing for a long time. Mm -hmm. All of that is done for our health. Yeah. All of it. Yeah. And not just to us, because there were other people that were brought to prison. And they were facing similar harassment. And they were thrown in the same cell. So now, imagine the contamination, right. cross-contamination. Mm -hmm. All of that for our health and safety, right? Mm -hmm. Everything makes sense. Yeah. So we have what we have, but I see the light in the tunnel. I see people that are willing to stand up and fight. you got Mike Lindell, you got General Flynn, you got mm -hmm. many patriots that mm -hmm. are meeting, uh, Judy Makovitz and, mm -hmm. and other doctors and yeah. biologists, smart yeah. people, scientists, yeah. uh, constitutional lawyers. Yeah. All those people are sounding the alarm. What we're seeing right now is the greatest elimination of the middle class and the destruction yes. of small and medium-sized businesses. This and you would say, why art doesn't make any sense? The government loses taxes. You see, that would be the truth mm -hmm. if you will not look into a long game. Yeah, it's a long game. The long game. Mm -hmm. Yes, true, they're losing billions mm -hmm. of dollars right now. Yeah. But are they? 
because they will take over your businesses. Over all of it. They will take over your land. They will take over your houses when you lose them. That's right. They're going to have more trillions upon trillions yeah. of dollars in the end. So, so the plan, I mean, people don't get this. There is a nefarious evil with a great reset social neo-Marxism. Uh, yes. And that is, well, through the guise of the pandemic, you close down all the small businesses. They go out of business. It consolidates all the money into the box stores, the That's Amazons. Right. That's the, why they never shut down. Never shut down. That's like right. they're always successful. So they're the elites. And the middle class, 80% of our biz, uh, entrepreneurs and businessmen in America are mom and pop shops. That's right. 80%. So they crush them. They get the money to the top. And now we're peasants and elites and the middle class is gone. That's fascism. That's fascism. that's communism. That's socialism. That that's the playbook. That's split. This is exactly. The, this is flipping the, the pages and yep. just following. This is the blueprint. Yeah. And I tell people that, and they don't believe it. No, that's because right. they never. They don't they, believe it. Because I say to you, you don't believe me. Fine, I may be the greatest liar on earth. Please go to China for a month, mm -hmm. not as a tourist, or for a year. Live with those people, face what they're facing every day. Mm -hmm. Don't play your, okay, I'm an American citizen. No, 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 no. Be live, a Chinese person for live a like year. They live. That's right. Live, yeah. You see, Americans would come to Poland mm -hmm. and they would have the greatest fun ever because yeah. with American dollars. Yeah. Five-star hotels. Right. They never see the real no, life. No, ever. So you were eating the best in the best restaurants, the best food, while we had to stand in the lineups for three days for a kilo of coffee. Just to get coffee. Just to get coffee. I, every week, I had to stand in the lineup and I could not see the end of it for a loaf of bread every week. Mm -hmm. A loaf of bread. And you shared that your family would take turns standing in the line, right? Yes. You do it for three hours and then they... Yes. Hour or I would go to school <laughs> and my father would stand in the lineup. I would come back from school, go eat, and I'll have to change my father. Then my mother would come three days, three nights, just to buy one kilo of coffee. My brother has this saying, and it I, I fits perfectly. He says, Canadians are now Americans or, or people, yeah. you, know, you know, smell the coffee, you know, wake up and smell the coffee. That's, That's the, right. you know, yeah. Canadians, yeah. Yeah. you know, wake up and smell, smell yeah. coffee because you might not have it tomorrow. <laughs> That's a different twist on smell the right? coffee. Yeah. You, may, you may not have, now you go and the coffee is everywhere. Yeah. But you know what I know about communism? Mm -hmm. Is that there's always shortage of food. Yeah. The indication of what happened last year with the toilet paper. Yes. Do you remember that? Yeah. Do you remember the toilet paper? And I look at this and I said to my wife, this is absolutely incredible. Yeah. Because during communism, one of the things that was always lacking was toilet paper. <laughs> really? You could not buy toilet paper. I'm not kidding you. You know what we used as a toilet paper when we were growing up? Yeah. A propaganda newspaper. Right. Yeah. We had to cut them in a small... And then, the, you know, my wife hates when I say that story, but now I have to. That's communism. So I grew up. I used this for yeah. years. Okay, yeah. So I'm not just yeah. making stuff up. Right. There were moments that we had toilet paper, mm -hmm. and there were moments we didn't. So mm -hmm. those moments that we didn't, what we use, we, we use the propaganda newspapers. We mm -hmm. cut, you know, a, a yeah, little square. yeah. squares like mm -hmm. this. But you can't help yourself with that because it's ex extremely hard. Yeah. So what you do, you break. Mm -hmm. So you're sitting, you're sitting on the toilet 
and you constantly... Making your paper softer. Yes. Right, you have to make it softer. And even though you did, <laughs> you, you did spend a long time making it soft, you always would cut yourself. Yeah. And the bumps were bloody. Yeah. And you know, people don't like to hear stuff like this because, I mean, it's, <laughs> it's ridiculous. Reality. But this was my reality growing yeah. up in communism. And not having... Not having toilet paper was yeah. one of the indications. Of course, there was nothing in the stores. Yeah. Uh, or there were seasons that they had a lot, yeah. and there was nothing again. Now, when I watch the videos of people fighting for toilet paper, I said, look, communism is already here. It's here. It's already here. And, and, but and, you I, don't, and I don't think this is an overstatement, Art, that um, I believe you know, to, to create fear and chaos to move towards this neo-Marxism that there will be, and this is what, there's going to be disruptions in the supply chain. So that pe it creates this panic, go to the, you know, so they just start jerking the chain of the people. So they have to, it's just one more fear tactic. Not only fear, mm -hmm. they need to occupy people with something. Yeah. Right? So if you got too much time, mm -hmm. um, you can rally, mm -hmm. you can protest, uh -huh. you can hire a lawyer. If you're standing in line for three days, you cannot do that. And it's in its life, it's survival. You have it's, to get the food. You move from enjoying life, from being a free man, into a survival mode. Yeah. That's what they're doing. Yeah. So you well, would miss that element. That's really good. Right. That's awesome. yeah. You know, you got to occupy them. That's yeah. why they want you to work two jobs. Because right. people that uh, hardly have enough money to pay for the mortgage, are not, they, they don't have time to oppose the government. No. You're, you're surviving. You yeah. just Every day is a survival. But, yeah. you know, you may ask why 80% of the people need to be eliminated. Eliminated the mm -hmm. middle class. Yes, I'll tell you what I know about the middle class people. They're highly educated, mm -hmm. well traveled. Mm -hmm. They've been places. They've seen things, mm -hmm. so they know what's going on. And they are their biggest opposition yeah. because they can hire a lawyer if you tick them off. Mm -hmm. They can come together because mm -hmm. they have that. Yeah, they know how mindset. to. Yeah, right. And they can hire. Also, they can hire opposition. Also. They're highly patriotic. Mm -hmm. The middle class people are very patriotic people. They love American flag. Mm. Why they love their mm. country? Because this is the country that gave them this great opportunity. The American dream. Right? They the lived it and they believe in it. And they love it. They love it. And they don't yeah. want to lose it. That's so right. they're patriots. They, right. lo they are lovers of America. They yeah. are lovers of what Amen. the forefathers have yeah. given to them. Also, they are family orient oriented people. Yes. Yeah. So their grandfather had this business, my mm. father had this business, mm. I have this business, mm -hmm. and you know, everyone enlarged the business a little bit. Mm. I want to give it to my children mm -hmm. as well. I want to pass mm -hmm. a blessing to my yeah. kids and mm -hmm. to their kids, mm -hmm. right? That's why those people have to go. Mm -hmm. They have to go because they're the biggest threat to tyrants. Mm -hmm. And they, has, they, they have always been mm -hmm. the biggest threat to tyrants. What the elites are doing, they're eliminating the opposition. Yes. That's the summary. Yeah. This way, that way. They're going to shut things down. And yeah, money they goes are creating out. extremely poor mm -hmm. and extremely powerful. The poor, there's nothing you can Who do cares? really. Yeah. And the elites, well, you see Amazon, you see Costco, you see Starbucks, you see all those different uh, organizations that have um, made billions, yeah. trillions, while at the same time, and they get they get the bailouts always from the government, always, right? The yeah, air, yeah. airplane, yeah. you know, companies, mm -hmm. and they always get billions. Mm -hmm. And the CEOs are giving themselves bonuses of ten million, twenty, yeah. fifty million, hundred million bonuses, mm -hmm. and they are bankrupt, right? Mm -hmm. But they need a bonus of a hundred million dollars. So the government gives it some, yeah. right? It just yeah. nothing makes any sense yeah. unless you know what the game plan right. is. 
Um, so we are in this pickle right now, mm -hmm. and Americans are telling me uh, will never happen here, and I'm looking at them and I was like, have you been on an island for the past two years? Mm -hmm. Because it's not only not true what you're saying that this is never going to happen to you. It's happening. It's here. It's here. It's happening here. in front of your eyes. Yeah. You see enemies coming. Art, enemies coming. Yeah. Enemies at the gate. I said, you have fallen asleep yes. at the wheel for a very long time. Yeah. Enemies not approaching. Yeah. The enemies not within the gates. Enemies within. Mm -hmm. Your neighbors, your mm -hmm. government, your yeah. governors. Yeah. They are the devils. They lie to you. They manipulate. Mm -hmm. They cook stuff. Mm -hmm. And all of that by pretending they work for you to serve and protect. Yeah. And they took everything away from you. And this is just the beginning unless you start flapping your wings. That's right. So I want to wrap it up with one story that uh, when you were, we were talking before our interview. And I heard last week this uh, group of Christians got together in a park for a prayer meeting in Portland. And Antifa showed up. This was the report. Antifa showed up and, and, and beat them up. And I'm like, well, I mean, Portland's Portland. It's, it's uh, Portland and Seattle and some of these places are way down the road of the thugs, which are really the brown shirts. I mean, the... That's right. Right? So uh, Hitler had these thugs that would do his work, and that's what Antifa, like the, the governor um, in your state or yeah uh, yeah jason kenny he, he the gave premier. the word right to hey we're going to crush him and here it spins up his cronies whatever and they come after you and then you came in and you said that was me in portland on saturday yes and so let's wrap it up with that story because i really think it puts a cherry on top to this incredibly um palpable relevant crisis that unless America rises up in mass and resists, uh, because when you let them take too much control, you get to a place that now you no longer have the opportunity to rise up because they've yeah. so uh, taken away resources. You can't get the, I mean, you're now. Control of the media, uh, freedom everything. of information, you, yes. you name it, oh, right? Yeah. Um, but uh, remember, I grew up in Poland. Yes. And remember, I grew up during the Solidarity Movement. Yeah. And remember what happened in 1981 mm -hmm. when the 36 million people said, finally, wait, wait a second, there's more of us than of them. Yeah. And they took it to the streets and they paralyzed the entire country and yeah. they won their freedom. Mm -hmm. And Poland became the best democracy on earth at yeah. that time. Yeah. So 81, 82 solidarity movement with Lech Wałęsa, yeah. Polish people took it to the streets. Mm -hmm. All my messages for the past 16 years has been, you want your rights back, you want your freedoms back, you gotta take it to the streets. Mm -hmm. So I got invited to the streets in Portland. Mm -hmm. And I got invited over a month ago. So that was a, a highly publicized event. And I got contacted by Antifa that they're going to murder me, that they're going to hurt me, and anyone that will stand with me. So I said, fine, see you in Portland. Mm -hmm. And I arrived, uh, it turned out that Antifa was there but they didn't do anything. They were waiting for me. The moment, uh, so, so here is the story. We were supposed to do this in Battleship Memorial. It's a very famous place, Battleship Memorial. And that's where we uh, said we're going to have the speeches and the worship and the prayer. And the police came to us. Mm -hmm. And they said, please, because Antifa is coming 
it will be easier for us to protect you if you just take a couple, couple hundred yards to the left. So very close, you could see the place, mm -hmm. not very far, but it will be easier for the police to help us. So we said, you know, we want to work with the law enforcement agency. Like, we're yeah. not against them. Yeah. Um, so we said, fine, it's not a biggie. It's not a big deal. If we'll help you mm -hmm. to help us, mm -hmm. so be it. So that's exactly where they started to put the speakers and prepare the stage. As I was approaching, the speakers were not yet set up. They were just setting them up. And the Antifa showed up, dressed for war, shields pistols, clubs, tear mask, gas masks, uh, helmets, dressed in black like a freak show, some kind of a freak show from hell. Mm -hmm. And I saw the police. I saw the police with their whole gear, anti-terrorist you know, gear, the yeah. gang suppression right, right. gear, yeah, the yeah, riot yeah, gear. Yeah. They, had, they had everything there. Yeah. And they watched that. You know what happened? They set this, this thing up. They gave us into the belly of the beast. The police did. They just, hand, they, they just set it up for Antifa to have you. That's right, because the few hundred yards away was further from a festival that the, they had in downtown. So they were other people, and they asked us to move. We didn't know that at that time. They mm. asked us to move a few hundred yards to the left because it was further away from the regular fox. Okay. And they attack us brutally. The Antifa started to throw fire bombs, like real bombs. Boom! And so the cops just stayed in their cars. They just, they laughed. They laughed. They were smiling. I have them on camera. They watched the whole thing. No one cop, not one cop came out of the vehicle. They watched the whole thing. So they were women in strong. We didn't came dressed for war. Yeah, I had my Bible. Yeah. I yeah. had my suit. Mm -hmm. I was to go there to deliver a speech, mm -hmm. not a spe speech of hate, mm -hmm. but of love mm -hmm. and pray for the city, for the country. Uh, there were women, uh, they were strollers with babies, they were little kids, and next to us the bomb started to go boom, and the tear gas and the maze and other things were thrown at us. A lady got hit with something and burned her hand next to a baby in a stroller. And the cops watched all of that and they chose not to do anything. The, the tear gas wiped us all out, including the Antifa, by the way. Uh, we all were like, ah, we don't know what's going on, right? You, you tears, mm -hmm. you crying. Mm -hmm. yeah. and the good thing about the tear gas, there is a, I, I know I'm crazy, but there is a good thing about tear gas. It cleans your sinuses. <laughs> yes. I had a little bit of a sniffle. Thanks <laughs> to Antifa, it was gone. Cleansing. Thank you. Yeah. It was gone. So they thought that they're going to scare us. For, you know, and they would shut us. They've stolen our equipment. We they took the speaker. The they took the speakers, the it. threw it into the water, threw it in it, the river. In the river. And you know why is this important? Because the Antifa claims that they're great environmentalists, and they <laughs> yeah. threw equipment into, <laughs> into the, the river. river. That's how much they care <laughs> about, ab the environment. about the environment. You know what they stole? They've stole sandwiches that the women's uh, brought for children, for the event. They took and they stole that. You know, it's, and cops watched the whole thing. Mm -hmm. We did what we came to do. I gave a speech. You can watch it on uh, Artur Polowski TV, the speech uh, from the battleship memorial in mm -hmm. Portland. Yeah. But because they did what they did, I was supposed to be in Portland for one hour, for one speech, encourage people. And I had already speaking engagements in Seattle, outside of Seattle in Washington. Because they did what they did, I had pastors coming to me and they said, would you come back? 
mm -hmm. and help us to fight this great evil. And I said, you know, not only I would love to come back, I am coming back. Mm -hmm. If those wannabe gangsters, mm -hmm. brown shirts of Adolf Hitler, what's important about, because mm -hmm. we're throwing the name brown shirts, but people don't know, brown yeah. shirts Explain it. were the arms of Adolf Hitler to destroy and to beat up any opposition. Any opposition. Any opposition. Any opposition. Any, any um, protest, yeah. any rally, anyone that would stand up and say anything contrary to the Nazi party right. was attacked, beaten, and many of them murdered mm -hmm. by the brown shirts. Mm -hmm. The brown shirts were always the, uh, also the ones that were destroying the Jewish businesses mm -hmm. in the famous movies, mm -hmm. and they were throwing stuff and burning and mm -hmm. beating and cutting the you know cutting the hair. That's mm -hmm. the brown shirts, yeah. and the cops were watching during the Nazi era. The police officers were watching the brown shirts doing exactly what Antifa is doing right now, and the cops are doing exactly the same. Yeah. Just like those cops during the Nazi era. Identical mm -hmm. scenario. I mean, it's like a, a playbook, identical, what it has been done during the Nazi. So I talked to the pastors and I said, you know what? I have to go to Seattle. I have, I have already promised I'll mm -hmm. be there. And we were on a panel of discussion with the mayor and with, um, with a constitutional lawyer and a biologist, uh, a call, Dr. Call. So I have to be there. But I promise you, from Sunday... Mm -hmm. From Washington, I'm flying to Orlando. The next day, I'm booking my plane. I'm coming back for four days. Mm -hmm. I was supposed to be in Oregon for mm -hmm. one hour. Mm -hmm. I'm coming for four days. Mm -hmm. And we're going to organize more outdoor events. Mm -hmm. And we will stand against this great evil and we will not bow. So Tuesday, we organized at the church uh, outside of Planned Parenthood. We organized uh, a prayer vigil and worship. Beautiful people. But this time... We had about 40 security guards that came dressed for war. Mm -hmm. They were ready to rumble. If Antifa wanted to do the same thing they did on Saturday, mm -hmm. they were ready for it. I mean, mm -hmm. I was so protected like President of the United States. <laughs> and Antifa tried. Yeah. They tried to attack. Really? And they even said, you know, they said to everyone, that's the target. Mm -hmm. They pointed at me, that's yeah. the target. No one touched me. Mm -hmm. No one touched me. The cops were there. They chose not to do anything as well. Mm -hmm. Next day. So we, private security is doing the job that police would normally right. do and keeping Antifa at bay because the numbers were that's uh, right. big enough. You had, you had yeah. security. There was about yeah. 60, 80 Antifa and mm -hmm. there was about 100 of us. Mm -hmm. So we were well protected mm -hmm. and they were real men, like real men. They were not yeah. uh, your pussycats, yeah. you know, from church. <laughs> yeah. uh, pastors, the cowards <laughs> yeah. that will say, just bow, do not resist the evil. Yeah. I'm thinking to myself, if your daughter was being raped, would you watch and pray that they have a, a safe sex? Yeah. Or would you actually do something yeah. like as a father? Yeah. What does it really take for people to get a backbone, Art? What I, does it take it. for people to have courage? What does it take to... Well, I think this is the thing, really. It, it's they're not it's, men. You, they're you, not men no, anymore. You, you brought up David, and here's a teenager, comes from. He's just bringing a gift for the captain of his brothers. Smelling like a sheep. Yeah, exactly. And and everybody, because for forty days, Goliath's given the challenge, morning and night. Right, send your guy. Yeah, who, who is it? Right, and all of them are in their tents, shaking in their sandals. Yeah. Nobody's facing him, and a teenager shows up. And says, you know, this battle's God's, and yeah, you messed right. with God, that's right. and and you're toast. Uh, he's and, a nobody. He once told you know, me, he says, yeah. I'm raising a generation of no, uh, exactly. faceless, nameless nobodies. That's what he said to me. Yeah. And now you will see people popping up, and you will look at the guy but or a girl. It's just yeah. like, 
where is this person come? I like yeah. I never heard him. That's like right. this is amazing. I never heard her. Yeah. Like she's amazing. She's Deborah. She's Esther. That's right. So going back to the story, because I think the most important thing is is not that the enemy comes to challenge you. Mm-hmm. They, you will always come. Right. If you're doing something that is relevant to the kingdom of God, the devil yeah. will challenge you. Sure. That's a guarantee. So that nothing new. That's mm-hmm. that's obvious, at least for me. Mm-hmm. But when you stand the ground, mm-hmm. so. Saturday, we were viciously attacked. We stood our ground. We did what we came to do. Tuesday, we were viciously attacked. We stood our ground. We did what we came to do. Mm -hmm. We prayed. Not a minute less than we said we're going to do. Mm -hmm. We said 8 o'clock, we finish. Mm -hmm. And they came to challenge us like 6. We stood our ground. 8 o'clock, we said done. We we said, we did what we came to do. God bless you. See you next time. Mm -hmm. Tomorrow, Mm -hmm. Wednesday. So Tuesday... Tomorrow, we will face you again. You know what happened? We were in the park. Not one Antifa showed up. Not even one. Not even one. Mm-hmm. What that tells you? You resist the devil, and he yeah. will flee from you. But you got to resist. Yeah. And there is a struggle. There will yeah. be a wrestling match. Yeah. But our God is bigger than their God. Greater yeah. is he that is in us than the one that Amen. is in them. Yeah, they will challenge you. And they're scary dudes sometimes. Yeah. And the bombs are real. And the mm-hmm. tear gas is real. I mean, mm-hmm. believe yeah. me. A pastor, one pastor was sprayed with a maze, with a, with a um, bear spray, yeah. you know, right yeah, in the right. face, like, like mm-hmm. just yeah. like this. That's a painful thing, believe mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. I, it was done to me. It's a mm-hmm. painful, crazy, painful mm-hmm. thing. But he stood his ground. You mm-hmm. know, that guy could not see a thing for two hours. Mm-hmm. You know, he preached, not seeing anything. Wow. We gave him the mic, and he, <laughs> and he <laughs> delivered the message, not seeing anything, yeah. and crying. He preached. Those are the men that God is looking for. Yeah. Those are the women. I've met, I've met lionesses and lions during that mm-hmm. Oregon trip. And you know, because of it, we decided to do another event at the Capitol on 12th of September. Mm-hmm. Not only the devil. The devil, you know, it would be better for him to let me go, mm-hmm. do my little thing for one hour on Saturday. Mm-hmm. But because he didn't, mm-hmm. I extended four days. Mm-hmm. And now we have a big meeting in Portland and in Salem mm-hmm. on the 12th. Yeah. That's my God. That's amen. That's my God. Amen. They thought arresting me and coming to our church and giving me 30 tickets and mm-hmm. millions uh, of dollars worth of, of, of tickets and mm-hmm. arresting us in the middle of the highway, they thought mm-hmm. we will shut him up. Mm-hmm. Look, I have the biggest pulpit mm-hmm. that a pastor would ever dream mm-hmm. in his lifetime. Yeah. I and preached they, to and, millions And of they people. gave it to you. And they just that, gave it to the, me. The, the, the devil, you know, he, he thinks he's going to squish through persecution, and what he does is he just spreads the fire. Yeah. The fire just gets Three days away. in prison. People yeah. say, oh, that's terrible, Pastor, yeah. what happened yeah. to you? I say, like, you don't get it. You don't understand. Yeah. Three days in prison bought me three months in the United States. Amen. Paid for. <laughs> Paid for. Paid for. <laughs> Can you imagine? Three months. God's being... economy. God, he has a very unique Right? Economy. And if we, you know, brother, mm. if we would only understand who our God is. Yeah. And how little the devil is in comparison to our God. Who he thinks he is, this uncircumcised Fauci, Biden, Clintons, Mm -hmm. Obama, who they think they are Mm -hmm. to face our living God. Mm -hmm. That's it. Over. Cockroach. Gone. Done. Can you imagine a wrestling match between you and an aunt? Can you, yeah. Churchgoers, can you imagine pastors, a res, wrestling match between you and aunt? That's what the devil is, and even lesser, because the Bible says that one day we'll see him, and we'll say, what? Yeah. Like, what? 
Is this the one that caused so much trouble? <laughs> right, that's what... We'll be shocked. Yeah. Because you see, in the end of the day, he has no power unless you're willing to give him your power. Amen. For him to go and do the evil that Amen. he's doing. With that note, Pastor Art, pray for us and close our time. Let's pray for America. Father God, I... I pray for courage. I pray for boldness. I do not play, pray for elimination of our enemies. I pray what the Book of Acts Church prayed. Mm -hmm. When they were beaten and tortured, they pray, mm -hmm. God, give us more boldness so mm -hmm. we can go out there and preach the truth. Because in the end of the day, that's our greatest opportunity. Mm -hmm. So in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, God, give us mm -hmm. greater strength, mm -hmm. greater courage, courage. Mm -hmm is contagious. Mm -hmm. Fear is contagious. Yes. But courage is also contagious. Give us, give us that grace, that power mm -hmm. to be contagious. The mm -hmm. wildfire that will spread left and right. And raise up mm -hmm. your people. Mm -hmm. Deborah's, mm -hmm. Esther's, Mordecai's that will not bow. Shadrach, Meshach's and Abednego's. Mm -hmm. Daniel's, mm -hmm. David's, mm -hmm. the mighty men of valor, the mighty women, mm -hmm. the book of Acts church. Father, so we can continue in the name of Jesus. So we can continue mm -hmm. to write another chapter mm -hmm. for our Lord, for our King of kings and the Lord of lords, mm -hmm. Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. I give you all the glory, Father, for everything is happening, every opportunity. I give you all the glory back. Father, without you, I would not be able to do what I do. Mm -hmm. Without you, I would be destroyed. Mm -hmm. But with you, my enemies do not stand a chance. Mm -hmm. Be blessed, America, and rise up. Amen. 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 Well, with that, I don't know how to top that except uh, go fight, win, be courageous, speak up for the truth in the Lord Jesus, and let's see a, a revival happen in America for a love for Jesus, bringing God back into things, and a love for liberty. Amen? Till next time. Hey guys, thanks hey guys. for watching. For more information, head over to VintageMcCoy.com or follow us on Instagram at The Vintage McCoy. We'll see you there.